Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about Leave It in the Past. This is a teaching podcast, so I want you to go grab your Bibles and take some copious notes today, as I believe this is going to be a really good show. When I was thinking about this topic, leave it in the past, you know, those things that are in our past has the ability to creep up into our now and hinder us from having the life that God really wants us to have. All of us have some regrets and we lament some things that we wish would have happened. And this is really the impetus for why I do this show especially if you are a first-time listener. In my life right now, I'm about 50 years old, and it gives me the opportunity to look back and talk about some things regarding what I would say to my younger self and what I would say to those that are young in their 20s or in their 30s and really helping them to see from a biblical standpoint how the Bible is a ready situation that can speak to our life in where we are right now. So no matter what your age group is, but especially if you are a young adult and young married couple trying to live for God, it can be difficult because being a Christian doesn't mean that you don't have problems, but it means that God is with you. And so being able to strategize and find some shows and topics that I think would really be a blessing to you This is why we do these episodes so that we can encourage a young generation. So when you do get 50 years old like me, you'll have some things in your heart that you know that God has brought you through. God has brought me through a lot of things in my teenage years, my 20s, and in my 30s, and in my 40s, and now in my fabulous 50s. So I've got some wisdom that I can share. I've got some things concerning marriage that I can share, being married almost 30 years a father. And so, you know, I hope that these shows are being a blessing to you. So when we talk about leave it in the past, this is something deliberately that we have to do. We got to be intentional about leaving things in the past. Whatever didn't happen yesterday, leave it in the past. Whatever didn't happen two weeks ago, three years ago, leave it in the past. Now that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. But what we don't want you to do is get discouraged. Many people are battling discouragement because they don't know how to leave things where they should be. So I want you to write that down. Leave it in the past. Maybe this can be a mantra for you, a saying for you, a statement of faith for you, something that you can look at and connect it with an emotion. Leave it in the past and produce some joy about that. Produce some excitement about that. I know that may be a little strange to hear, but when we understand where something is coming from, it will motivate us to live for today. 
Today is all that you have. So don't get frustrated about what didn't happen for you. Don't get upset about and allow things to creep into your now situation and say to you, you'll never be what God has said because time can become an enemy of our faith. The older that you get, sometimes you feel like life is over, but that's not true. That's a lie. Don't believe the enemy when he would try to tell you these things. So let's start here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And we give scripture on these particular shows because I want you to see the power of his word. We hear so many things in the media, so many things from neighbors and friends and even our enemies and different things that's going on in the rumor mill. But I want to give you something that will help you to leave it in the past. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, notice what it says here. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I'm going to read that to you again. Therefore, if any man, that means any man, would be in Christ, he is a new creature or a new creation. Notice old things are passed away. They're gone. Behold, all things are become new. This is a statement of faith. This is what God says our mindset should be every day. But for most of us, and for many of us, it is not. But I want it to be for you. If you are in Christ, if you've given your life to the Lord, you have bowed to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, repented of your sins, accepted what he's going to do for you now and moving in the future, then you can look to the next part of this verse. He is a new creature. And then immediately, old things are passed away. Behold, all things now become new. I mean, this is remarkable when you look at this because there's nothing in the world that can cause us to be new like my relationship with the Lord. It's fresh, it's vibrant. It is something that can cause you to look at things differently. We really don't know what we have in God. And one of the reasons why we can't leave things in the past is because of this scripture. So my question to me, are you in Christ? If you are, you are a new creature. You are a new creation. You are something that has never existed before. And when we look at the word new, that's exactly what that means. Not existing before, introduced or discovered recently new for the very first time. I love new things. I love seeing new things go up. I love seeing new houses go up for the first time. New buildings go up for the first time. New restaurants that I like going to for the first time. I love to see a new car. I've had a new car. I like a new house. I don't know if you ever bought a new car. That new car scent. I'm telling you, man, it's something about a new car scent that excites me because no one has ever smelled that before. 
you know, when you first smell it, you're like, what is that? And they'll tell you, hey, man, it's a new car scent. This thing is fresh off the lot. It's fresh off the assembly line. Nobody has really ever driven it before. But when you get something old or something new, man, it smells like cigarettes. It smells like alcohol. It may have a musty scent because it's been sitting there for so long. That doesn't excite you, especially, you know, even if it's a nice car, but it's got 100,000 miles on it. You're like, man, how many people have been sitting? in this car? How many? Where has it gone? I mean, it's not exciting. But when you got something new, something in the mind of somebody else that they created and you get to live in it, you get to drive it, you get to wear it. It's nothing like a new pair of shoes. It's nothing like you know new suits, new dresses. It's new coats. It's new. And I want you to remember in your life what it felt like when you had something new. Because, you know, in the natural, when we get something new, we can get excited. But as those days turn into weeks, those weeks turn into months, those months turn into years, that new thing seems old now. We're not excited about it. You know, you get your first iPhone, your first iWatch, iPhone watch, you get a new tablet, something, a new flat screen TV. I mean, the joy that's behind that thing. But, you know, again, It's going to get old. And what happens in our walk with God, we let things get old. We let things get stale. We're not excited as we used to be about the things of God. And so it's difficult to leave things in the past because we're just not as joyous as we used to be when the Lord found us. Can you remember the day that you gave your life to the Lord? You was happy. You were smiling. You know, you was just looking at the world differently because the Lord took the scales from your eyes. You knew you have found something in Christ that you couldn't find anywhere. But again, if you don't take care of the new thing, if you don't understand the new thing, if you don't continue to search out the new thing, that new thing will get old. So it is in life. So it is in the things of God. But in this particular passage, I want you to see, though, that you are a new creature. And so these old things, and we got a lot of old things that we don't like about ourselves or things that people have said about us that they keep bringing up these old things. But the Lord doesn't bring up these old things. People do. So I want you to put people in the place where we should put people at, in the dung pile. Put it in the garbage. When people bring up your past, the old things, the things that, you know, you hate to hear about. It's nothing, you know, when you got a friend or a family member and they just keep bringing up old stuff, you know, things that you were embarrassed about, things you did as a kid when you got in trouble and it makes you feel bad or it makes you, you know, think, is this how you see me? Is this, well, I'm glad now you finally told me what you really feel about me. I mean, say it with your chest, why don't you? But the reality is, again, God doesn't see you that way. And you've got to know that. If you don't, every little thing that people say and bring up about you will cause you to be depressed. It will cause you to lose your mind. It will cause you to think, well, am I really new? 
You got to go back to God's word. This is why I love God's word. Listen, young people, this is why God's word is so juicy because it's always telling you how to handle a situation. You got to leave it in the past. I'm a new creature. I'm a new creation. I'm a new thing in God. Watch this. I don't care if you got saved 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. According to God, watch this. You still got that new car sent, man. You still like a new building, a new something that has yet to be discovered by people, even folks that keep bringing up your past. This is how you've got to live your life. Stop living your life with regret. It happens. So when people do bring up your past, this is what you say to them. Yes, that was me. Yep, I did it. I did this. I did that. I did the things that you said I did, but I'm not that person anymore. I'm a new creature. I'm a new creation. I'm a new thing. And I challenge you to discover the new that I am. I challenge you to get to know this new person I am. Yeah, my name is still the same. My first and my last name is still the same. Yes, Mary and John are my parents. Yes, I got three siblings, two siblings, five siblings, wherever. Yep, I went to that high school. Yep, I dated that girl. But I am not the same person. And don't get in an argument with people that keep bringing up your past. Declare to them who you are. So the real question is, do you know who you are? See, your past sometimes comes up into your current situation really to challenge you, to say to you, did you really believe what God did for you when you gave your life to him? When he washed all of your sins away and made you whiter than snow? So we have to be able to fire back the hope that lies within us. You should have some hope about the new thing. And one of the number one reasons why people won't let you go from your past is because they haven't let themselves go of their past. One of the reasons why people don't believe you can change because they don't believe they can. So they take their own experience and judge everybody else with that. But we've got to understand, we can't live our life like that. So we've got to live our life knowing that God says, I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about God now. What is God saying? He's saying what he's already said and it's in his word. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature and old things have passed away. They're buried. So let's not go fishing for the buried things. Let's not go fishing for the stuff. Let's not examine the stuff, what we used to do. And behold, all things are become new. I'm telling you, it's so much revelation in this passage. You could really change the trajectory of your life if you just leave it in the past. And see, what happens is I know people who have been incarcerated, I know people who have done some really bad things and they have served their time in prison and then they come out and they've got a felony on their record and they got this scarlet letter on their record. And every time they try to get a job, every time they try to rent a vehicle or a house and they have to write on a piece of paper, are you a felon? And they say yes. And then they can't get the house. They can't get the car. They can't get the job. And so it's a reminder. So Pastor Deloach, I hear what you're saying. 
Yeah, it sounds good, but man, I'm a felon. And everywhere I go, people keep bringing up the fact that this is what I did. And it seems like no one will let me go of the thing that I previously did. What can you say to me? Yeah, I know what the scripture says. I heard what you said. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, yeah, it sounds good. But man, I keep getting the bad end of things. This is what I want to tell you. It makes me no difference what's on your record. It makes me no difference what the world says. See, when you really hear me today, when you really get God's word on the inside of you, he will, not people, he will make people bless you and like you when you believe his word. See, it's one thing to say the word, it's another thing to believe it. And the issue is our faith. We don't really thoroughly trust God for what he's saying to us. Notice that the scripture, it said old things, so it couldn't give you every situation. So watch this. If you were incarcerated and you came out and you got a felony, again, I told you, don't deny it. Say, hey, yeah, I was a felon, but I'm not anymore. And watch this. It's amazing what God will do for you when you really understand you're not that person. And so God will cause people to give you a job. He will cause people to have favor with you. You got favor with God and man. God knew you was going to mess up. God knew you weren't going to be able to, you know, do certain things in your life because maybe you didn't know the Lord when you got in trouble. Watch this. Or maybe you knew the Lord and got in a mess because your relationship is not what it is now with God. So that means that God is going to punish me. I know the penal institution does, and they should be embarrassed. If I go and I pay my debts to society, then I ought to be able to go free. So we know that the judicial system is messed up because the world is messed up. But I am a part of the kingdom of God. I'm not a part of this world system. So you got to disconnect and detach yourself from this world system and get into the kingdom of God, especially if you are a believer. Get in God's kingdom and stay there. Now, I do understand how that can be discouraging. You went to the job and you said you were a felon. They checked your record. They found out you were and you didn't get it. So you get discouraged, you get sad, you get frustrated. You say, man, this scripture lied to me. No, God's word didn't lie to you. You got to understand God is going to do exactly what he said he was going to do. But you got to wholeheartedly, man, take him at his word and let this word wash your mind till all of the old is gone. See, this is the problem. We don't read the word and meditate on it until all the residue of the past is gone, all the filth of the past is gone, the memories that caused us to cry and be frustrated. God's word can do that. I'm not talking about what man is saying. Get man out of your mind. Get the world out of your mind, what they told you. Get that out of your mind because it's hindering you from having the faith power to move forward in the thing that God has caused you to be. Maybe your situation ain't jail, man. Maybe you flunked out of school and, and you, you know, you get ready to go back to college and they look at your grades and you say, man, I messed up this, that, and the third. God says, listen, you are a new creature. You are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Yeah, I know you did it, but that's old. Yep, I know you failed that class, but that's old. God says, look at what I'm going to do for you 
right now. If God says these words to us and we don't believe him, where else can we go? See, the only pain I believe God has is to be doubted, but his only pleasure is to be believed. Let's not cause the spirit of God pain. Let's not grieve the Holy Spirit and say to him, well, God, you don't know. You don't know what they said. Do you know how insulting that is to God? And he know everything. And here you are trying to minister to God all the things that he already know. Think about that. You ever talk to somebody and you know a particular subject and they're trying to share something with you and you're like, man, you don't know how long I've been studying this. You know, our kids do this. They come to us with stuff. We're like, man, a lot of stuff you're doing, I invented it. I know what you're going through. I know what you're dealing with. God says, I know what you're going through. I know what you're dealing with. I know what they said. I know what they did. But let's talk about what I said. Let's talk about what I did on the cross for you. Can we talk about that? See, God did that because he knew we would need to be rescued. He knew we had no future, no hope, no promise. He understood that. God sent his best. He was our provision. Scripture talks about he was our propitiation. He was our bloody substitute because he knew somewhere in your life you were going to need him. He knew somewhere in your life you were going to be stuck in a rock and a hard place. He knew that the old things you had done were going to creep up and cause you to have pain and doubt. So he already remedied that. And by faith, you just need to believe it. I am a new creature in Christ. You need to say that. I am a new creature in Christ. God doesn't judge me by anything I did in the past. It's old. It's over. People may. God doesn't. And watch this. God has the last word. I am a new creation. And so this brand new creature, this brand new creation is making and producing something new. Every day, I want you to understand and go out in this world and say, you know what? I'm new. I don't talk about anything old. I don't bring up my old stuff, the old things I did. All I do is talk about the new thing, God. Behold, I will do a new thing in you. Every day, God is doing something new in you. You just keep talking about the same old stuff. So this is not the old spirit man that has been fixed and patched up. The old man, he's gone. He's gone. The old lifestyle is gone. If you really gave your life to the Lord, man, it's over. God said, I, 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 I did that. I, I hooked you up, man. I gave you something you never had. This is the new creature. And as the new creature or the new creation has been created inside of your human spirit, now we're able to receive some new information and some new things from God. So I have been invested with a new rank of authority. I've been invested with a new rank of power and anointing. I walk around now understanding that the things that used to shake me up, shake me up no longer. I am unshakable and there is no unbelief in my new created spirit. So what happens then? We'll always have this little fight where the old man wants to creep up and challenge the new man. But because I spend my time with the Lord, because I spend time in prayer, because I'm gassed up with his word, I keep that old man in check because he'll try to tell you, you're not new. You know, you messed up today. You will make a mistake, even with the new created spirit. 
But you got to understand that new created spirit is always new. And you just got to look at the old man and say, you done, you over. You just trying to creep back up in my life. You trying to bring up things I've done. I'm not having it. I'm not going for it. See, that's the thing that I think we have a problem with. We like, well, if I got new things and then why is this old man trying to talk to me? Because it don't want to die. Paul said, every day I die to myself. Every day I beat my body into subjection. Every day. Not every other day, every other week, every other month. You got to understand as long as you're in this body, your mind remembers things. But I want you to know God has given you the victory even in that. And I'm telling you the longer that, listen, look at it this way. You got a piece of meat and you marinate it and you leave it in the refrigerator. The longer you leave that marinade in that meat, the more that marinade is going to go through that meat and taste like the marinade. So the longer we stay in God's word, that word is working through us and causing us to taste like something that has never, ever been tasted before. This is why the scripture says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You got to taste him to see that he is good. Taste and see that he's doing something good in you. Everything that Jesus went through, he went through for you so you could have the abundant life, so that you could have the life that he gave to you. Leave it in the past. Leave it where it is. So nothing concerning unbelief is attached to me anymore. I don't rock with unbelief. I just rock with faith because my faith is keeping me understanding and knowing how to deal with my past. So fear and anger and everything that is against God automatically flees from me today. Why? Because I've left it in the past. I'm not dealing with fear any longer. I'm not dealing with regret any longer. I'm not dealing with the people that didn't like me or people that, you know, they always want me to just continue to kowtow and step and fetch. I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. That is in my past. None of these things will occupy the new creation the new creature, because the new spirit of God is inside of me. And my new creation originated with God and has come out of God himself. He put in me what came out of him when he breathed into my life, into my nostrils, and I became a new creature. And I got baptized in the spirit of God. He recreated my new spirit. And to God, I'm good with him. So stop bringing up old things. Stop talking. And I hate to be redundant. Stop talking about this old stuff. Can we talk about the new thing that God is doing? Here's my final verse to you in Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 through 14. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 through 14. Maybe this will help you and seal the deal. It says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, not two things, not three, but one thing I do. Notice what Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Verse 14, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's what I'm going to do, young people. That's what you got to do. Because I'm telling you, you make a lot of mistakes in your 20s. You, make, you may make some in your 30s where you will. 
And you may make some a bunch in your 40s. But here's what I want to tell you, man. At some point in your life, you've got to leave it in the past. And that's what the Apostle Paul did because he knew people would bring up stuff that he did when he persecuted the Christians. He did a lot of bad stuff. And he wrote this under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost to encourage not only you, but himself. He said, man, I've got to listen. I don't know everything. This is what Paul is saying. But this one thing I do. I'm going to leave it in the past. I'm going to practice forgetting. And that's the word of the Lord today. I want you to practice forgetting. Don't be a repeat offender, but just practice forget. I have forgotten that. They will bring up Paul's stuff and Paul will say, I don't even know what you're talking about. Because in Paul's mind, that was not an issue anymore. See, man wants to make things an issue, but don't make it an issue. Don't make what they're saying an issue for you. Let it go in one ear and out of the other. You know why? Because you already know what you've done. (laughs) Nobody needs to tell you the stuff that you've done that's bad. You already know that. The stuff that makes you cry, the stuff that you're trying to forget. God says, and you already know those things. So don't let what people say discourage you. Paul said, I'm going to forget those things which are behind. Watch this though. But this is what I'm going to do. So you just can't leave it in the past and move forward. He said, this is how you got to do it. You got to leave it in the past and then you got to reach now. You use your mind. You use the thing God is telling you and reach now into the things that lie ahead. There's some things that lie ahead for you. And you've got to press, the scriptures say it, towards that mark, towards that prize, because that's the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And can I tell you what the high calling of God is in Christ Jesus? To become Jesus in the earth. Become him. See, we want to get rid of the old man, but so we got to become something else. We got to become the new thing that God says. And he says, that's me. Become me. I've breathed and infused inside of you the new DNA, the new life. You are no longer you. You are me, full of grace and power. You are full of me. You can do what I did and greater works shall ye do. These are the things that Jesus said we can be. These are the things that Jesus said that the Father said that we can be. That's why Jesus was God in the earth. He wasn't just Jesus. He was God, baby. And this is who you are. Stop being you and be the new thing that God has created you to be. Leave it in the past. Well, that's all that I wanted to share for you. I pray that this blessed you today. I pray that this encouraged you immensely today. And if it did, I want you to send me an email to info at thomasadeloach.com. I want to hear from you, man. Drop me a line and let me know that these shows are blessing you. You can always go to my website at thomasadeloach.com. On that website, there's a subscriber box there and put your email in there and click the send button and I'll send you a free PDF to encourage you. Also, we're sending out every month, we're sending out an e-blast, a newsletter, because I want to stay connected and in contact with you. So if this is a, this is a new opportunity that you are listening to me today, 
I want you to go to my website so that I can have your email address so I can stay connected with you. And finally, on that same website, thomasadeloach.com, if you're being blessed, I want you to financially consider being a partner with me and help me write off these shows. I know I've got some listeners, but I want you to take the next step and financially partner and sow into this ministry so other people can continue to be blessed. No dollar amount is too big. No dollar amount is too small and everything you give goes to help me to create these shows and other things that will be a blessing to your life. As always, I'm praying for you. Go out there and do something extraordinary today because you've left it in the past and you know who you are in God. I'm praying for you and know that the blessings of the Lord are going to overtake you in a mighty way. And finally, I want you to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.